Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. We're called Web Crawlers because we are a podcast about interesting things we looked up on the web. I'm Allie Siegel. <laughs> and I'm Melissa Stetton. That's great. Thank you. Great intro. Yeah, I told you I mixed it up a little bit today. <sighs> we have a Patreon where you can get access to free episodes, merchandise discounts, and fun bonus episodes and activities. You can join for as little as $2 a month by going to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. Melissa, who are our patrons for this week? We have Steven and Amber. Oh, that sounds Steven like... Steven Tyler and Amber Heard. Amber Heard, who I actually read the other day. She moved to like Madrid or something. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it was like... Get out Amber of town Heard, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Amber Heard says she's fluent in Spanish as she's moved to Madrid. And I was like, yeah, you sh- yeah, that great. makes all makes sense to me. Um, we're a pro Amber podcast. We're probably going to like lose a thousand followers. Fuck now. you and your I know. <laughs> I love Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you'd like to be on our mailbag episodes. Leave a message about something we've discussed in an episode. Tell us a secret, a story, whatever you'd like. The number is 626-604-6262. All right. I'm so excited for today's episode. We all know we're so excited. The Barbie movie is coming out soon. Yes. It looks so good. Yes. So I thought I would do an episode on the history of Barbie. The reason I thought of this episode, actually, is because yesterday I was in Target with my boyfriend, 
And they have like, (laughs) not to brag, but (laughs) they have a whole Barbie clothing section. And they had like the cutest little set. It was terry cloth pink shorts and a Mm -hmm. terry cloth pink shirt, like polo shirt. And it said Barbie on the shorts and the shirt. In the in the cute pink Barbie letters, Did you and I it? was like, "I'm going to get that." I'm sorry, I didn't, <laughs> due to my boyfriend's face looking back at me. But he said to me, "Did you know my mom went to school with Barbie?" And I said, "Huh? The doll? Like, what are you? Ta- I don't understand what you're saying to me." What I found out is that Barbie is named after the creator of Barbie's daughter. And Ken is named after her son. Oh, and so, wait. So they're brother and sister? Yeah, they're, they're oh, brother. Well, the hot. dolls are boyfriend, girlfriend, but they're named after a brother and sister, which, you know, I love Twist. myself a little brother and sister flirtation. <laughs> but this is the text that he sent me that his mom sent him. She wrote, my parents and Ruth and Elliot Handler, who owned Mattel Toy Company, were two of the families that started Temple Isaiah. So Ruth and Elliot Handler were a Jewish couple who moved to Los Angeles. I believe it was like in 1930. We'll get into it, though. They had two kids, Barbara and Ken, and we went to Sunday school with them at the temple. So that's how my boyfriend's mom knows them. Ruth invented the Barbie doll and later the Ken doll. She She created Mattel and then... This is where it becomes a mom text. I actually have a Barbie doll collection with some in their original boxes that have never been removed from their boxes. We were not close friends with the handlers or their kids. The Barbie doll had not been invented until 1958, and by then I was in my teens. I'm researching Barbara Barbara Handler, and I see she's married to someone named Alan Siegel. Is she related to Allie? (laughs) Spelled S-E-G-A-L. Yeah, it's like not spelled the same. Um... (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, well, are you? <laughs> I actually, I don't. We'll see. I'll have to check my 23 and me. So, who is Barbie? Who is Teen she? model, doctor, astronaut. Wow. Six time presidential candidate. Excuse me? Chaotic March Pisces. <laughs> owner of or, over 40 pets in a dream house. Is she you? yes chief of police a capitalist dream and nightmare let's get into her origins a lot of sources that i'll cite throughout this but i watched the documentary tiny shoulders rethinking barbie on hulu which is about when they created the curvy barbie and the uproar around that And also, The Toys That Made Us on Netflix is an amazing episode on Barbie, and a lot of the information in this episode today came from that. I didn't know this, but the origins of Barbie literally knocked me flat on my ass. Whoa. I was, yeah. I was so excited. That you fell off your couch. I I fell off my couch. It's a whoa. (laughs) Because Barbie, to me, is a little bit of a square, you know? Yes. She's a little bit of a nerd to me. She's a she's a uh, overachiever. Yeah, she's an overachiever. She's not a bimbo. And you know, no. the only women I really like are bimbos. Exactly. But turns out Barbie is modeled after a bimbo. Oh. She's modeled after a German cartoon. 
cartoon and then doll who was actually a blonde escort and sugar baby. What? Yes. (laughs) And this was a cartoon and doll named Build Lily. Was the cartoon about her being a sugar baby? Yes. It was about her adventures as an escort. In Germany. In Germany. (laughs) Wow. This was back in like the 50s? Yeah. So Build, um, we'll get into like the history of it. It was in, yeah, 1952. So this is from... uh, a website called hobbylark.com. But in 1952, a guy named Reinhard Buthian had been hired by a company called Axel Springer to draw a one-panel comic for their tabloid build. And it was a nationalist and conservative, conservative tabloid that needed a cartoon. So he created a post-war gold-digging buxom broad. Whoa. And she was sexy and sassy and blonde, wore lots of makeup. She had a lot of male suitors. <laughs> There's one cartoon where she was walking down the street in a bikini. Okay. And she, she was stopped by a police officer who told her, ma'am, it's illegal to be in a two-piece bathing suit on the street. Is it? And Bill, Bill Lily replied, oh, well, which part do you think I should take off? Oh my. So she's hilarious too. <laughs> yeah. She's she's a hilarious bimbo. I love this lady. <laughs> yeah, sex positive bimbo. So I guess she was marketed towards men at first. What? Well, yeah, the cartoon and then eventually made into a doll because the cartoon got oh, so popular. Oh, the cartoon was popular with yeah. dudes. But then, but then, honestly, the doll. So the doll was initially sold in bars, and men would buy the dolls and hang them in their car mirrors. And okay, it was kind of like how dudes like Jessica Rabbit. Okay, yeah, I think it was like that kind of weird thing. And then, so and then, I guess men started buying the Build Lily doll for their girlfriends. When they started dating to symbolize you be a little bit more like build Lily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know who no, doesn't was, do that? Build Lily. <laughs> yeah. It was honestly to symbolize that their relationship was just going to be sexual in nature. Oh, that's funny. Like, I just want you to know that yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. build Lily kind of thing. <laughs> that's really funny. Yes. But then as time went on, build Lily became representative of like femininity or the feminist movement and sexual uh, liberation and women started really loving build lily oh okay also because she was really confident and secure with herself and she wore great clothing and had awesome makeup so then women started buying build lily too sure just remember that i wonder if my grandma ever bought her oh because you're from germany what accent is that? Oh. <laughs> oh. You're from Germany. You're from Germany, huh? Yes, German. I am 16 going on 17. So <laughs> now let's go into the history of Barbie and you'll see how it ties back into Build Lily. Ruth Handler and her husband, Elliot Handler, they have two kids, 
Barbara and Ken. Who went to school with your boyfriend's mom. Who went to school with my boyfriend's mom. Is she from LA? Yeah. And oddly enough, she went to the same school at USC as I did, the Ross A School of Education. Oh. In that a small world. I bet she loves it. They you. always end up dating their moms. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. she they moved to Los Angeles in 1930 and they developed Mattel Toy Company. Ruth did the business and the marketing, and Elliot did more of the creative. Their first toys were marketed for boys, like they did a fake machine gun cap gun. Cool. Cool. The first toy guns for boys, like only fired one. Mm -hmm. So they did made a gun that fired like a whole bunch of rounds. Cool. (laughs) Great. So she noticed that her son had lots of toys to play with. You know, he could be a cowboy or Mm -hmm. a doctor or the president, and there was lots of costumes that he could put on and things like that. But her daughter only had one type of toy, and it was just a baby doll. And, you know, she could, like, hold it and change the diapers and feed it. But the only toys for girls at that time were toys that would teach them how to be moms and caretakers. (laughs) Yeah. So Ruth and her daughter end up taking a trip to Switzerland for fun. And that's where Ruth first encounters the Build Lily doll. And she's like, interesting. It would be interesting if young girls had a doll that could show them what they might be like when they're older. Yeah. Because young girls kind of idolize and get excited about what their teens might be like and, Mm -hmm. you know, dating and fashion and high school and things like that. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I was like so excited to get my period and get boobs. Like I thought it'd be the most exciting thing in the world. Um, I was like counting down the days to get my period. (laughs) So... (laughs) Now it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah, now it's the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. It's truly death. But and same with boobs, to be honest. (laughs) But she was like, "This could there could be a market for this, and this doesn't exist." So she brought it back, and she hired this guy Jack Ryan, who joined Mattel in 1955. He was the head of research and development. He actually his first job was helping design missiles for Raytheon. Uh oh. Who you might remember from our Elisa Lamb episode. First episode. Our first episode, Elisa Lamb believed that Raytheon was creating invisibility cloaks. Mm hmm. So, so put that again, in your it all brain comes hole. together. So keep, keep I don't that know, in mind. What that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't return back to that, but just <laughs> keep it in mind. So she, and this ends up fucking Ruth over. But she agrees to give Jack a small royalty for every Barbie they end up selling. Oh. So she doesn't think Barbie's going to be that huge a deal. So she's like, you can get, you know, whatever percent of every Barbie we sell. (laughs) So it's like, oh, fuck. So Jack loves the idea of creating the perfect woman. That is pretty exciting for a man. So (laughs) they work together to create Barbie. When Ruth and Jack first introduced Barbie to Mattel, everyone says no, including her husband, Elliot. They're like, 
what are we going to do with a doll with boobs? This is so weird. Like, I don't understand how we're going to market this. Who's going to use this? Like, who is this for? But the point is, like I said, little girls want yeah. a toy like this. And yeah. there's there it doesn't exist on the market yet. They take it to the first big toy fair and it flops. Oh, no. Most of the people at this toy fair and in advertising and merchandising and buying are all men. And men don't understand this. Right. I thought this was very interesting. So Ruth brought in Viennese psychoanalyst Ernst Dichter, who was also known as the manipulator, to help with marketing. They create a lot of focus groups with parents and their ki- and their kids and they give them barbie uh-huh. and ernst just watches them play and listens to the conversations a whole bunch of the parents think you know barbie's too sexual and right they're like i don't want my kid to play with barbie the boobs are weird i don't <laughs> like it but then one mom has a girl who's a little bit of a tomboy, I guess who isn't. The documentary says she's not very put together, this girl, who in the 50s, it's important for, you know, this is something families like is for kids to be put together. And this little girl apparently says, oh my gosh, look how well-groomed Barbie is. Oh. And so Ernst is like, okay, this is our in. Our angle will be that Barbie is the perfect vision of femininity mm-hmm. and class and elegance, and young girls can mold themselves into that so that they can get married and get careers of their choice. Cool. And right, and that's how we'll get the parents to buy Barbies for them. Oh, because at first, like parents were just seeing to yeah. like strive for and right. inspiration. Because at first, parents were just seeing Barbies as overtly sexual. Just boobs. <laughs> yeah, they were like, I don't yeah, I don't get this. But now it was just, your girls can become Barbie when they're older. Mm-hmm. The first commercials for Barbie featured Barbie in a wedding, gra- wedding gown. Oh. To reaffirm to mothers that the long game here was your girls could get married at some point if they just act like Barbie. Wow. Which was a very 50s ideal. Yes. So then Jack Ryan turns out to be more like Whack Ryan. (laughs) Oh, no. What happened? (laughs) Jack got a percentage of every Barbie sold. So he became very, very, very wealthy. Do you know what the percentage was? Does it say? Let me see. It didn't say in the documentary. 1% or is it like 30%? Wait, I just, I don't know if you talk about this, but I Googled Jack Ryan and something crazy comes up? Yes. Okay. Well, a lot of crazy stuff might come up. <laughs> oh, he his contract gave him 1.5% royalty on all toys he designed. Even if it is 1%, it's still, they're selling millions. It's Barbie. So. They sell like yeah. 3 billion Barbies yeah, a year. Okay. He gets super rich and he becomes a playboy. Oh, he had boy. huge Hollywood party, parties. He had the second largest house in Bel Air. I imagine the first is a Playboy Mansion. Wow. And he renovated it to become a castle with a moat. I mean, kind Which of my I dream. Entirely. <laughs> Just have like a lazy river around your house. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. 
He also, uh, his car was a fire truck. And he would just drive around in this fire truck and everyone loved it. I mean, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, I love Jack Ryan. He was married five times. Of course. One time was to Zsa Zsa Gabor. Oh! Yeah. Allegedly had a sex addiction issue and he had a sex dungeon in his house. (laughs) This is one of the creators of Barbie. He was also an alcoholic who did a lot of cocaine and apparently this led him to be hugely paranoid. Ruth Handler hated him because of all this she was just bleeding money all he really did was just create you know this one barbie and a few toys and then didn't do anything really else so eventually they settled ryan and mattel and just he got like a one lump sum payment of 10 million dollars do you talk about the thing with his daughter no what what happened with his daughter that's what i I googled what happened barbie creator jack ryan once held his own daughter hostage in a police standoff okay no i that i did not come across that tell what happened there uh (laughs) he was drinking and doing drugs cocaine he thought people were after him he claimed that people were moving the walls uh (laughs) yeah he held his daughter hostage her father was planning to blow up the castle there was a swat team there um he was holding a gun oh my god yeah well that's crazy that's he ended up taking his own life oh yeah cocaine yeah unfortunately yeah it's a alcohol cocaine and uh castles with moats are not a good combination combo you can only have two of the three (laughs) yeah yeah, you can't. The three is the deadly combination. That creator of Barbie had a very tumultuous yeah. run for it. Ruth Handler was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1970, and she had a mastectomy. And she had this was kind of interesting. I didn't know about this. She had a lot of problems finding like a good breast prosthesis. And I guess yeah. she didn't want to get implants. She just wanted a breast prosthesis. So she decided to make her own. Oh, And she created a company called Ruthton Corp, where she manufactured more realistic versions of a woman's breast called Nearly Me. Oh, so you just wear it and then take it off. Yeah. And I guess it became really popular and Betty Ford had one. Oh. Yeah. That's neat. So that was great. But then things get a little dicey for Ruth. Uh-oh. In the 70s, stock and Barbies and sales start going way down. Uh-oh. Because in the 70s, it starts being the feminist movement. Right. Women's liberation. Mm-hmm. And Barbie isn't the most empowering doll for women. In fact, some of Barbie's slogans are like, well, we'll get into it, but you know, math is hard. And if you want to <laughs> well, lose weight, don't eat. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that literally, I think we've said both those things this week. And so they weren't getting a lot of sales in the 70s. Right. So Ruth decides to cook the books. Oh, oh, Ruth. I, Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> what she did, which I thought was really interesting, is she would get Mattel also did Hot Wheels. So, oh, right. Mattel does tons of toys. So what she did was, I guess she would take a truck and fill it with Hot Wheels. And then she would have it leave the 
company, I guess, or the warehouse. Warehouse? Yeah, the factory. As soon as it came back in, it would be... I, I can't... I don't know. I'm not explaining this right. But as soon as it came back in, it would... Or no, as soon as it left, it would be a shipment or something. So right. it would be counting as like... Sales. Sales or something. I don't know. She she cooked it that way somehow. But making... Creating fake sales. Yeah, she created fake sales using Hot Wheels, basically <laughs> summarizing it. I mean, they're so, tiny. You can hide them a lot of places. Exactly. So she was charged by the SEC. She pleaded no contest. She was fined $57,000. She had to do 2,500 hours of community service, and she was she resigned from Mattel. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she passed away in 2002. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. So Barbie had some incredible costume makers. The costumes were almost as important as the Barbie itself. They called it the razor razor blade theory. You make the razor cheap, but the razor blades expensive. Oh, my God. That's what they're doing to us. Yes. So it was the same thing with Barbie and her clothing. And actually, that's why her body was designed so oddly, because she's basically a clothing hanger. Yeah. You can't just put any doll clothes on. You have to buy fucking Barbie clothes. Yes. And so that's why her neck was so long and her waist is so small Mm -hmm. and things like that. It's because it was to especially fit these doll clothes on her. And there's tons of very famous designers who designed Oscar de la Renta. Designed Barbie clothes? Designed Barbie clothes in the 80s uh, and in 1998. Uh, Bob Mackie. Oh. Yeah. Designed um, and someone named Billy Boy. Oh, Billy Boy. Yeah. (laughs) Who everyone seemed very excited about. Yeah, Billy, Billy Boy. Charlotte Johnson was Barbie's first designer. And Barbie's hands were actually modeled after her. Her hands? Doesn't she have like extremely Which I thought was interesting. Long... <laughs> it's just like long fingers. They wanted her to be delicate. And mm. actually, if you look at pictures of Charlotte Johnson, she does have long fingers. <laughs> she does have weird long hands. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if you're into hand stuff, Charlotte give Charlotte Johnson. Johnson a goog. So who is Barbie? Barbie's full name, and this this is from uh, the Barbie website and Wikipedia. Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Oof. Just, yeah. <laughs> what a swear. <laughs> Nerd. It's just like a Rachel and Raquel. <laughs> Her parents are George and Margaret Roberts from the fictional town of Willows, Wisconsin. Oh, I didn't know that she had like a fictional place where she was from. Well, she has a whole backstory because there's oh, I had no idea. Random House books about her. And then there's all those weird ass cartoon TV shows. Oh, that are on like Netflix and oh, stuff yeah. and she, like web series about her. Huh. So she attended Willows High School. And that's the thing is all the stories conflict. Oh, no. <laughs> so there's like 15 different backstories. She also attended Manhattan International High School in New York City. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like depending what one, which right. Barbie they wanted to tell the backstory of. Because there's so many different types of Barbies. Yeah. She had an on and off romantic relationship with Ken. Her brother. <laughs> Her brother, otherwise known as Kenneth Carson. He first appeared in 1961. 
March 11, 1961. Barbie was March 9, so they're both Pisces. And also March 9 is my birthday, which is exciting. Which is the least surprising thing I have ever heard. I know, at the same birthday as Barbie. Uh, In 2004, Barbie and Ken split up. (laughs) But don't worry. What? In 2006, they got back together. Okay. And then it seems like they also broke up again. But then in 2011, they reunited again on this Valentine's seems Day. It's like a very problematic <laughs> relationship. They What's even more problematic? Yeah. <laughs> but she also had another boyfriend in the meantime. Oh, right. God, I what was his name? I had it. I feel like, yeah, I remember that from like the cartoons or something. Hold on. I have it. Didn't somewhere. he have like brown hair? Yeah, he was like a surfer or something. Yeah. His name starts with a B. I know it. Where are you? Blaine. Blaine. He's Australian. Oh, Blaine. Yeah. Blaine. <laughs> From Slit. Yeah. She guys, she had an affair with an Australian oh, surfer. That's what happens. They went on that's vacation. Always what happens. A surf instructor. That always happens. Yeah. <laughs> she needed a little taste. <laughs> so, and also. Ken and Barbie, there's like 15 different ways that they met. (laughs) One story is that they met on the set of a television commercial together. So I guess at one point, they're both actors and actresses. (laughs) Okay. A blog called Barbie Draw My Life, which I guess Barbie released. (laughs) (laughs) She had her own blog. She was a blogger. Yeah. It says that Barbie, she says Barbie and Ken, that they met in Malibu when she moved to Malibu when she was eight. Malibu Barbie. She had that. Yeah. And that they, they were neighbors and they became friends. Okay. And that's how they met. And then I guess ended up dating. Cool. But it says that Ken in, in, in the 2020 movie, Barbie princess adventure, Ken was unable to confess his feelings to her. So it was like an unrequited love kind of thing. Okay. Ken. Yeah. So Barbie has over 40 pets, <laughs> including cats and dogs. She's a real Paris Hilton. Cats, <laughs> dogs, horses, a panda, a lion cub, a zebra. Where does she live? Does she live on a farm? She lives everywhere. Okay. She lives everywhere. She is everyone. She hears everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she has a pink beetle, a Corvette, a trailer, a Jeep. Oh, Barbie Jeep. I remember she that. has a pilot's license. Oh. She she operates several commercial airlines, but she's also a flight attendant. <laughs> she's a flight attendant on the flights that she's flying. <laughs> yeah, she she's in NASCAR. She's a she's an astronaut. She actually went to the moon 4 years before um Neil Armstrong. What's his face did? Buzz Neil Aldrin? Armstrong did. Yeah, whoever went to the moon. So she went there before. Wow. Yeah, and she um I guess she's run for president several times on an all-female ticket, which is exciting. Who was her vice president? Her sister, Stacy. No, yeah, maybe her skipper, <laughs> skipper, skipper, like Midge or something. Midge skipper's her sister. Who's Midge? Midge is her ugly best friend who got discontinued. Oh no! And we'll get into that. <laughs> Don't you worry. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Three years after Barbie was introduced, they introduced Midge. Everyone was saying that Barbie looked too mature. Okay. So they gave her a best friend, Midge, who is more obviously a teen. And Midge was introduced at the same time as Skipper, who's Barbie's sister. Okay. Midge was redheaded with freckles because she obviously couldn't overshadow Barbie (laughs) in her attractiveness. (laughs) Midge also had a boyfriend named Alan, who was also a redhead because apparently redheads have to date redheads. Mm -hmm. And he was introduced as Ken's buddy. In 1967, Midge was discontinued with a better-looking doll named PJ. But that's it. No, you have to look up original Midge. Well, there's so many different Midges. And that's another thing, is they change the face shape. Yes, that's original Midge. She's got like a little short bob with bangs. Yeah, and freckles. In 1987, Midge is reintroduced in the California Dreams Barbie line. Midge also later is introduced in something called Midge and Baby Happy Family. Midge is one of the first Barbies to be pregnant. And we'll talk about that in a second. And really, in a really cool turn of events, Barbie is the doctor who delivers Midge's baby. And she gives Midge an abortion. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Barbie gives Midge a late-term abortion. (laughs) And also, uh, Barbie is Midge's... Uh, kids teacher because they can do it all wow (laughs) yeah so most controversial barbies and boys there are a lot of them (laughs) okay barbie babysitter barbie babysitter has a book which comes up in a few barbies which is crazy it's a book that says how to lose weight and then on the other side it's other side it says don't eat what Oh, my God. Yeah. And she's wearing an apron that just says babysitter all over it. Wow. 
Yeah, and this is one of the original Barbies. I mean, that's then that's funny, but like, yeah, <laughs> and it there's a there's a there's another Barbie that has that same book. It's two years later, 1965, Slumber Party Barbie, and this is crazy. She comes with a robe for her sleepover. Mm-hmm. She also comes with a scale <sighs> that reads 110 pounds. Oh my god, that's so fucked up. Which is 35 pounds underweight for a 5'9 woman. Oh my god. Is she even, isn't like her real life height would be like six something? Yeah, she's very tall. And she's also carrying that book that says how to lose weight, don't eat. That's insane. That's so fucked up. No wonder we all all have eating disorders. Jesus Christ. I mean, this is alluding that what girls do at sleepovers is weigh ourselves and talk about not eating. eating. Yeah. That's crazy. Then here's pregnant Midge. Oh. And (laughs) you can see there's a hole in her belly and there's a baby in it. I got to post that on Instagram. That's insane. Yeah, you can just take take the baby out. I mean, that's it's realistic. That's that it's crazy. (laughs) So this is one of my favorites too. It's Growing Up Skipper. And it says in the How our, how Toys Are Made or whatever documentary that a man created, this was a man's idea. And all the women were like, this is weird. Oh no. So a guy's, a guy's daughter was going through that period where she's starting to get boobs and she needed to look for training bras. Oh. And he was like, this is a good idea. We should make this for girls who are going through puberty. Oh. So it's a Skipper doll. And it doesn't have boobs. And then when you turn its arm around, it starts growing boobs. <laughs> what? Oh, like you wind its arm and the boobs You pop wind up? its arm up like a jack-in-the-box and it and boobs pop out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mean, and it says, let's... I-, I don't hate it. Mm. Two dolls in one for twice the fun. <laughs> I mean, that's... Look, not a bad idea. Yeah, but apparently they sold like nothing. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Teen Talk Barbie had <laughs> three phrases, which were, Will we ever have enough clothes? And I love shopping. <laughs> and math class is tough. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Then there's Totally Tattoo Barbie. Which had a tramp stamp that said Ken on it. <laughs> Wait, what year? Which was, is incredible. That was like the 90s, right? Yeah, 100%. Yes. Wow. Then there's Barbie Video Girl, which had a video camera in the back, which... <laughs> like a screen? But it was a real video camera inside the doll's chest that made the FBI worry the toy might be used to create child pornography. What? What? Uh, (laughs) i mean why specifically that she's an actress in a bikini who dances around in the back of rap videos is video girl fbi issues alert on barbie doll with video camera oh because does it record i guess because i guess it would like kids playing with it it would record kids playing with it and then you could like watch the footage i guess oh maybe that's what it is yeah it records though I guess a real working video camera. Because there's another one that records audio, and people were afraid oh. that it was a spy. Ugh. Yeah, I guess giving like little kids a video camera is not 
I don't know. You don't know what that footage is going to end up. (laughs) Yeah, probably not the best idea. So we talked about the one that was like, I'm I'm bad at math and shopping is all I can do. There is something called the Barbie Liberation Organization. Great. (laughs) Which was a group of people who switched the voice boxes of Barbies and G.I. Joes. Oh. So that they no longer reinforce gender stereotypes. That's pretty amazing. Yes. And they would do this in the factories. (sighs) And then the Barbies and the G.I. Joes would actually go. People would buy them. To market. So, Melissa, will you click on that YouTube and it will, it explains what the Barbie Liberation Organization does. We're an international group of children's toys that are revolting against the companies that made us. It's like an anonymous We've turned video. against our creators <laughs> because they use us to brainwash kids. They build us in a way that perpetuates gender-based stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Those stereotypes have a negative effect on children's development. Mm-hmm. We have set up our own hospitals where we are carrying out corrective surgery on ourselves. Now we say things like this. I donated my voice to a G.I. Joe, because they want to be free too. They don't want to say all that violent war stuff. Now he says what I used to say. Want to go shopping? I love school, don't you? That is such a dream. Will we ever have enough clothes? After we finish our corrective surgery, we climb back into our cartons and are shipped to stores everywhere. Watch carefully now as the doll leaves his hand and is placed back on the shelf. A time bomb waiting for the unsuspecting customer. Wow. Yeah. Which I never knew about it. I don't remember that happening. That was, yeah, I wonder what year. 1993. Yeah. I want to go shopping. Still around. That's yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I like GI Joe. I like that they I made the Ken. video, making it seem like the Barbies themselves were like doing the operation. Yeah, I know. It's a good marketing that's tool. Fun. I like that. So, increasingly, after people are dissenting on what Barbie is actually like, Barbie realizes we have to create more diversity. Mm-hmm. We have to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Everyone probably remembers that they made thick Barbie. Hmm. In 2016, huge deal for people who don't have anything going on in their lives. They released three dolls, a petite, a tall, and a curvy. Mm. And interestingly enough, and it says something about our culture, kids did not like the curvy doll. They It did not sell very well. You know, some... You would think that parents would buy that for their kids, though. Yes, but in a lot of focus groups, the kids would almost bully the curvy doll and call oh her God. the fat one. <gasps> yeah. That's because when if you look up the pictures of curvy Barbie, she's oh, it's like, like a normal average Barbie. Yeah. Oh, 100%. She, she's just muscular. She yeah. looks like healthy. Then this morning, I found something really interesting. It hasn't come out yet, but it, it just was in South by Southwest. Ooh. Something called Black Barbie, a documentary. It's by Liguria Davis. And it is about a woman named uh, Beulah Mae Mitchell. And she had a 45-year career at Mattel. 
She was the aunt of the filmmaker, and she helped in the creation and evolution of the first Black Barbie. Oh. Yeah. And in... 1980, they mer- they made the first black Barbie doll. In 1968, they introduced the first black doll, who was Barbie's friend, Christy. Mm. So this is from, I'm reading directly from The Independent, which uh, has an article on Black Barbie, a documentary. I quote, A few years later in 1968, Mattel introduced its first black doll, a friend of Barbie's named Christy. That same year, the company helped finance the Shindana Toy Company, which was formed in the wake of the Watts riots as part of Operation Bootstrap. Businesses such as Mattel were impacted and alarmed by the riots and offered financial help in the response. At the same time, The American public, and this was really interesting, was still grappling with the results of a doll test that had helped sway the Supreme Court's 1954 Mm -hmm. Brown versus Board of Education decision desegregating schools. In a powerful experiment, psychologists Kenneth and Mamie Clark had presented 253 black children aged between three and seven with both black and white dolls. And the preference for lighter skinned dolls provided shocking early evidence of internalized racism. Oh. Right. That's interesting. It showed the importance of... wow. Right. It showed the importance not only of... Yeah. You know, how horrible it was that we only had access to one type of toy, but the need for a diverse selection of toys that people would play with. But sometimes diversity... Force diversity isn't great. Oh, boy. And that's where we get into Barbie flavors. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. The Bratz dolls were created in 2002, 2003, I believe. Yeah. Due to this, Barbie's share of the fashion doll market had dropped about 70%. Oh, damn. A huge amount. Yeah. Wow. Mattel was very fearful of that, obviously. Bratz so they wanted cool. to create something to compete oh, no. with the Bratz dolls. Oh, no. And they created Barbie Flavors, Flavors which was a racist disaster. Oh, no. Their quote-unquote multi-ethnic and urban. Ugh. They have a hip-hop style with bling-bling jewelry no. and tattoos. Uh-uh. They were described as, quote unquote, ghetto fabulous by Newsweek. Oh, no. If you will post it, if you look up Barbie flavors, you'd be like, is this like an SNL skit? I think one of the white Barbies has braids. Yeah, she she has braids. (laughs) Uh, The Chicago Tribune says that they were unimaginative stereotypes. Yeah. Saying that one of the dolls looks like a drug dealing pimp. That's from the <laughs> Chicago Tribune. I'm not saying that. They were tar- taken off the market after less than a year. Wow. Will you click on... But I will say the the commercial has a good jingle. Okay. Will works. you click on the YouTube? Yes. Tell me what's your flavor. What's your flavor? Good song. Yeah. flavor is always me. Barbie's rapping. Individuality. You're all about flavor. You 
You can collect all six of the flavors crew in street or sport. Dolls do not move on their own. Each doll sold separately. Oh. What's your flavor? It's giving Fanta commercial is oh. what it feels like to me. Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? Yeah. Don't you wanna? Flavor. Another Barbie uh, disaster was share a smile. Becky. Oh, no. She was in a wheelchair and it did not fit into the elevator of Barbie's dream house. <sighs> what are you doing? They clearly didn't have anyone on the staff who was no. like different. There's no abled. one diverse on the staff. They had no diversity. No. What a, so that, what a stupid mistake. <laughs> so then what they do is they try to make Becky and her wheelchair smaller to fit into the elevator. Oh, and of course, God. that causes an uproar because it's like, yeah, Ugh. you're trying to change. You wish that the disability can change right. instead of trying to adapt change society to. Right. Exactly. It's like change the house. Like, no, you need so to change they, because you're different. Right. Terrible. So then they make another house and the wheelchair still doesn't fit in that. <laughs> Literally, you just put the house and you put the wheelchair and you see, does it fit? Yes or no? Right. So then they literally stop making the doll. They stop making the wheelchair, Barbie? Yeah. I think Ugh. they might have a different one now, but when they first made, they stopped making this one because they were like, we're, we're, we can't it. deal with this house situation. Oh. Yeah. That's worse than like just discontinuing it. I know. They're like, oh, we're not going to deal with this, which is how the disabled community feels right. in general, you know? Then there, much like the video Barbie, there was another disaster with Hello Barbie, which was created in 2015. It could connect to Wi-Fi and function like Siri or Alexa for kids. And parents were worried that the doll could be hacked and record private conversations. Oh, no. Which like, I people are so, uh, I don't know. You like here on Oprah, like, Cover your webcam. Everyone's listening to you. I mean, are they? I don't know. I just don't care enough. I'm not that interesting. Yeah, that's the thing is like, I don't care. I'm not divulging any like secrets from like the CIA or yeah, like, like, saying I any personal information. <laughs> like, I What just are they going to do? Like hear me talking to my dogs and be like, <laughs> hi, stinky butt. Hello, hey, stinky, stinky butt. butt. <laughs> yeah, it's like the FBI, like the, the Russians are going to get a hold of that. <laughs> Um, Barbie has obviously had a huge influence on society. So I'm going to close it with this. We are plastic surgery enthusiasts. Sure. And so I found some articles about people whose whole life is dedicated to getting plastic surgery to look like Barbie. <sighs> okay. Yeah. There's um, one woman, woman too hot to work after $135,000 uh, in Barbie surgery. I get it. She says she can't get a regular job because men can't behave around a hot girl like her. <laughs> I I get that's why I have to podcast. Yeah, that's why we can't we can't have. Yeah, I can't. can't, be men can't behave around a hot girl like me. Yeah. 22 <laughs> uh, year old model Barbara Luna Sipo. She's from Budapest, Hungary. Is that a real name, Barbara? You'd think oh, she would change a- it to Barbie. Oh, that's a great point. I bet that's not a real name. Yeah. She's undergone 10 surgeries, including a oh breast augmentation God. to 34F oh. to try to look like Barbie. And now, you know, she's a web model. Yep. 
because she used to be a receptionist, but she says her aura and her charisma drove men crazy. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. (laughs) And if you look at pictures of her, she looks like um, Barbie. Yeah, it's bananas. Then there is another woman. I've had 43 cosmetic procedures Mm. to become a Barbie doll lookalike, but critics say I look like a zombie. Oh, no. Dahlia Neem, 29. I can't believe this woman is 29. She's lying, right? Oh. Dubbed as Iraqi Barbie. Oh, oh wow. Look at her no. before and after. How and how old is she? It says 29, but I, I'm i not buying it. Oh, she looks more like a Bratz doll. She does look like a Her nose is M- Michael Jackson-like. Her Tiny. lips, I don't even know how to explain why, what these lips are. I don't know how you would explain the lips. They're very, they're tall. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, she has injections, but they're tall, not wide. They're tall, not wide. And her eyebrows are very, very thick. thick. And, ang- and arched. Angular. In a line, though. Yeah. Wow. So, and I, I remember that there was a um, one on a guy, too, on that MTV show. Like, oh. I'm, do you remember? That MTV show, uh... What was it? Oh, what was that? What MTV show am I thinking of? That was... I Want a Famous Face? Yeah, maybe that's it. 2004? Human Ken Doll. True Life, I'm Having a Plastic Surgery, maybe? Yeah, one of those. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Human Ken Doll, Rodrigo Alves, comes out as transgender, now identifies as Barbie. Wow. I mean, Mazel tov, but so she's gotten. Oh, wait, I've seen this person. Surgery. Yeah, she looks like Barbie now. Oh, Jessica Elv- Elves or Elves, Brazilian British television personality. Wait, prior to her transition, she was referred to as a human Kendall. I mean, good. You, you could be whoever you want to be with plastic surgery. And I think that that's really what the message that Barbie sends, Melissa, and thank you for saying that, (laughs) is, and I'm really glad that you took that away from this episode, is you can be... Whoever you want to be. You can be an astronaut. You can be a doctor. You can be a model. You can be pregnant, a babysitter. If you want to lose weight, don't eat. Weigh 110 pounds. Do whatever it is that you'd like to do. And that is the Barbie dream. The Barbie dream. And the American dream. (laughs) Melissa, if people (laughs) want to share what Barbie means to them. Yeah, you got any? Where can they reach us? What was your favorite Barbie? Did you have the knockoff Barbies because you're too poor to afford them like me? (laughs) What? You can know, but actually, you know what I would do actually with my Barbies and my parents talked about this at my sweet 16. Make them do 69. (laughs) No, it was actually kind of worse and more sad. Oh, no. Is uh, for those of you who don't know, I grew up in Pacific Palisades in Malibu, Uh which are kind of like more affluent areas in Los Angeles. (laughs) And apparently with my Barbies, I would take them all to the plastic surgeon. What? I would line them all up in the plastic surgeon's waiting room and I would like draw on them like what I wanted huh? to do to their bodies. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you did this? I guess like young, probably like nine or 10. But I get and I would my mom because I guess my mom came in on me once and I was playing with all my Barbies and they were all naked. 
And my mom was like, what are you doing? Because like some of them had like towels over their bodies and like marks on them. And I was like, oh, I'm playing Barbie plastic surgeon. How I did you like watch TV shows about plastic surgery or how did you even know about no, my mom? My mom had <laughs> had a few trips to El Doctor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Just like their waist making it just a little slimmer. Yeah, just like a facelift. And like, boobs. <laughs> their yeah. lips are all big. <laughs> wow. What about what about you? I, I remember I, I had some, I feel like I only had maybe one actual like brand name Barbie, but I had a lot of like random dolls. I don't know. I didn't really like playing with Barbies that much. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I have now for some reason is my Toys. oldest brother for my birthday gave me um Elton John Barbie. Huh? <laughs> what are you going to do yeah, with that? Yeah, they do these. <laughs> They do these celebrity Barbies now. Oh. I have a Frida Frida Kahlo Barbie and an Elton John Barbie. Who's buying an Elton John Barbie? My brother, I guess, for me. It's Barbie. Hold on. I'll send you a picture right now. It's Barbie dressed as Elton John. What? That's even weirder. It's like the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Oh, this picture is actually really funny. It's actually kind of sick now that I look at it. It's still in the box. Is it just like I mean, sparkly? Anything. <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, I, I love really like that it. Barbie. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually really like That's it. Really cool. <laughs> they got the the glasses with the stars on the side. Yeah, and like a weird hat. I mean, that's pretty like a cool. jumpsuit kind of thing. How do I buy that? <laughs> yeah, she's wearing platforms. Right, yeah, she's pretty cool, actually. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. That's the end well. Of that. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, reach for the stars. <laughs> And math is hard. <laughs> I'm I'm Allie uh, Midge. No, actually, I'm Allie uh, Build Build Lily Siegel. And I'm Melissa Midge Stetton. <laughs> and that's all, folks. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.